welcome to the DHG podcast series with a focus on life beyond numbers with topics about people, careers and flexibility. And now, here's your host, our Director of Corporate Communications and All Things Fun, Alice Gray Harrison. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of our DHG podcast series. I'm Alice Gray Harrison, your host, and I love this venue because we get to hear about the things that matter the most to us, flexibility, careers, and people. And this is part of our Listen and Learn series about different aspects of DHG. About a year ago, if you'll recall, we began hearing more and more about coaching at DHG, and this came with the rollout of our Performance Enrichment Program, or as we affectionately refer to it, PEP. And in January of this year, Tara Foster joined the DHG team to continue building the momentum set forth by PEP, and she is building out what coaching at DHG can mean for each of us individually and for our careers. And it's truly, truly a gift to have someone like this dedicated to helping all of us supercharge our careers. I've had the honor of working with Tara very closely over the past several months, and I'm super excited to introduce her to all of you. Welcome, Tara. Hi, Alice Gray. Thanks so much. So as you and I talked, you began telling me bits about your background, and I thought, wow, It's amazing. So I want others to understand, you know, your journey that brought you to DHG. But before we do that, let's begin with exactly what your role is. This is a new role. So this is one that people aren't familiar with. Tell us about your role. Well, wonderful. I am so excited to be here and love the culture here and uh, so excited to get started on this great work. I was brought in as the Senior Manager of Coaching and Development with a responsibility to develop the coaching culture here, but also administrate and improve the engagement with PEP. So really understanding performance enrichment as a whole, the tools that support it, and then you know how we can put legs underneath what we call a coaching culture, what that means, and how we can live it and breathe it every day. That is amazing. So I mentioned that you have a really amazing career path yourself. So prior to joining the firm, what were you doing? Well, yeah, I have a very dynamic and non-traditional background for the position that I'm in now. Immediately prior to this role, I spent five years as an entrepreneur building a uh, leadership development speaking business, really focusing on uh, you know things that I wish that I had known earlier in my career, not necessarily elements that would make me more successful, but would have made me more successful more successful more quickly to really started speaking about topics underneath the umbrella of confidence and then taking on private clients as an executive and professional coach, working with folks to help them understand how they could tap into their confidence more frequently and use it to love the work they do or find work they loved. Now, immediately prior to that, you know, I had a career in the financial services industry as well as consulting with those financial services firms. And I think what's really interesting is that people assume that I am a coach and a speaker and focusing on development because I have a background in HR. But in reality, I've done everything from 
uh, SQL coding to you know, more recently in my corporate career, risk and compliance with financial services. So wow. really getting to know <laughs> the ins and outs of regulation and internal risk and risk audit. So uh, really just spanning all people that I, I worked in the financial services industry doing everything in a bank except actual banking. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So speaking about risk and compliance, I think it's just fascinating that you have that in your background, that you've actually walked the walk and actually done the day-to-day work that many of our team members do, and you face that stress of working with clients. Tell me a little bit about how that translates into what you're doing today. That is such a great question. I think a lot of what we think of when we think about risk and compliance are some actions and activities. For me, the risk and compliance work and all of the roles that I'd had before really allowed me to work on three primary things that I love. It's strategy, process, and people. So when you think about issues that come through, especially related to financial regulations, you really have to work from what is the problem that we have today, what do we want things to look like, and what are the steps that we have to take and boxes we have to check to make sure that we progress toward that ultimate goal. And when you translate that kind of process-minded approach, you can take it into you know, how do I map out my career? Well, what is your ultimate goal? Where are you today? And what are the practical steps you can take to get there? Or, uh, you know, even implementing projects, which, you know, I've also got a background in change management. What do we want things to look like at the end of this work? What do they look like now? And what are the steps we need to take to move us through? The additional part for me is that along the way in that process, we're also thinking about how does this affect me? How does this affect the people I work with? What are the downstream impacts? What are the requirements that may come down the road that might impact the steps that I've put in place? How flexible can I be? So that at the end, we don't just have a product, but we have people around that product or that service or whatever that end goal was, that the people around that come out whole, they come out satisfied, and they come out energized to do what's next. Wow, very cool. So speaking of what's next, I can't help but ask, what can we expect to see in the next six months in terms of coaching at DHG? You know, Alice Gray, there's so much out there. You and I have talked about just being so interested and energetic about all the things that we could do. The hardest part of my job right now is staying focused on the right next best step. So I love this question. And I think right now I'm still in this phase of understanding the firm, understanding the existing culture, what's come before me so that we can make the most efficient steps forward. But at at a high level, you know, what I want for this firm is that we're able to make coaching less intimidating, that we can more readily see, touch, and feel coaching in our environment. And it really starts with understanding what coaching looks like in our culture and asking what our guidelines should be. So we, we already know that we have client experience guidelines, but you know, can we make coaching more accessible if we think about it in those same kind of terms? So what do those guidelines look like? And then understanding the pieces and parts of what coaching looks like at DHG, like, of course, feedback and what that looks like. How 
individual goals as one of the members of the firm? And how do my notable contributions reflect those goals? How do all those things tie together? So really understanding from the individual level to a team level and a firm level, what are our end goals? Where are we today? And how can we help each other map out those process steps, if you will, to get from here to there? From a practical perspective, that takes a lot of looking and listening. So we're doing things like this. I want for people to know who I am and what's going on. There's a Yammer group out there for coaching and development. Oh, cool. Where, yep, I've been posting articles that are relevant to coaching practices and you know some different things and creative ways to think about what coaching looks like at DHG. We're also going to be, folks should start to see me in their own environments. Uh, we're going to start doing some listening tours and really getting feedback on what uh, people are thinking about PEP. What, what do they love? Uh, what's keeping them from engaging more? And then the overall culture, uh, I can't even say it, <laughs> culture here at DHG. What, what have our experiences been? What do we like? What do we want to see more of? And even feedback on how we want to see things change. So that will inform the planning that we do for the future. Right now, it's very high level, but that feedback is going to help us make it relevant and specific to the members of our firm. That's fantastic. Yeah, we're really excited about that and really excited about looking, listening, learning, and figuring out how we step together to towards the, what coaching looks like at DHG going forward. Super. And I mean, from my perspective, I also think that just making it part of our everyday life and not something intimidating, because I know for myself as an outsider, when I hear the word coaching, it automatically makes me feel like maybe I'm doing something wrong. And that's not the case at all. That's not what coaching means. So I'm really excited about the work you're doing and the perspective that you bring and what it's going to do for all of us here at DHG. And thank you um, for joining us and thank you all for listening to Life at DHG, our premier podcast series. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll tell your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our DHG blog for more great stories about our life beyond numbers. Join us next time for another edition of Life at DHG. DHG.